Welcome to The Lockdown, featuring your hosts, Eric Preston and Mike Conover. And now, The Lockdown Sports Podcast. Lift off and the clock has started. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Lockdown Sports Podcast. Today, we'll be continuing to review the first wave of free agency with the NFC East and NFC West. We've really just completed the initial big boom signing phase, and right before and kind of right after the draft is when you get into that second phase where the vets start to get cut, the teams don't want their contracts anymore. They address certain needs in the draft, and they can let people go. You get that March 1st and April 1st. We're not going to pay you. Yep. Yeah, exactly. So let's, uh, let's begin with the, with the Cowboys and the NFC East. So the Cowboys actually found themselves in a pretty difficult position here. Uh, they did it to themselves, but they came in with their number one, uh, their quarterback, their number one wide receiver, their number one corner and uh all all up for free agency at the same time so it was going to be difficult to retain all of them and they did not so uh tell me a little bit about what the cowboys did uh yeah eric the the cowboys definitely uh lost some valuable pieces um they shed some some pieces that were you know they tried to they tried some guys out and it just didn't work out, and they shed him, and it was probably for the better. Uh, in totality, they definitely lost some pieces that they're going to have to find in the draft, I think. Yeah, so uh, start off. Oh, so Byron ahead. Jones, obviously a big, big loss for them. Their, their number one corner leaves for, for big money to go to Miami. Didn't mind them uh, losing Byron Jones. Byron Jones is a decent cover guy. He's not your typical shutdown number one corner. Uh, he does he does cover well. Does not get the interceptions. Hasn't had an interception in two years. I think he has two in his career in five years. To me, those aren't numbers that are going to warrant you spending huge dollars on a guy. Yeah, yeah, it's hard hard to justify, and and I don't think he's that type of corner that's just not getting thrown at. So so the interceptions aren't there. Correct, correct. <clears throat> but even when you had, you know, tr- the traditional shutdown corners, the Dion's, the Chris Harris's, the uh, you know uh, Darrell Revis. Those guys are still getting picks, you know, when the ball is is thrown at them, even though they're not getting uh, all the opportunities. Can't leave my guy Sherman out either. When they get the opportunities, they're making plays. He's not making huge plays in in the turnover game. Yeah. So so they lose Byron Jones. They also lose their best pass rusher in Robert Quinn. We talked about him a little bit in the previous episode. Uh, going going to Chicago, so so they're losing their number one pass rusher, their number one corner. Uh, they also parted ways with Randall Cobb, who who goes to the Texans, and they lost their starting safety in Jeff Heath. Uh, 
and the uh, Jason Witten reunion only lasts one season as he leaves for the Oakland Raiders. Yeah, Jason Witten, he, he looked like he hadn't been in football in two years. He ended the season numbers are pretty much exactly what he did his last season in Dallas, but he wasn't that, you know, explosive guy who's going to get you some of those chunk plays. He wasn't as reliable on third down. He still did have 63 catches, 520 yards, four, four touchdowns. But moving on from him is probably best. Uh, I, I felt like watching Jason Witten last year. I felt like he was moving in slow motion sometimes, but somehow it looked he was like, still open. I, I felt like I could beat him in a foot race. And if I could beat you in a foot race, uh, I don't know if you're starting NFL tight end. But yeah. uh, who is it, Darwin? Yeah, uh, Blake Darwin. Darwin. He, he looks really good. The guy's athletic. He's big. Strong. Yeah, they, they resigned him. They gave him number one tight end money for sure. So, so they, they definitely revamped a couple things. They've lost a I, I, I thought Randall Cobb had a really good year for them. Yep. Last year. Uh, Cobb had 55 catches, uh, 830 yards. So he wasn't getting all the cheap, you know, nickel and dime uh, catches in there. So I think the, the Texans definitely got a, a bit of a steal with, you know, getting Randall Cobb from, from the Cowboys. But when you're spending all of your money on Amari Cooper, you're not going to keep your Randall Cobbs. Uh, they did get rid of Tavon Austin. I don't think it worked out. I don't think he's ever really worked out to be what people thought he was going to be. He's been a gadget guy and a kick returner, and he hasn't really made the big plays in the kick return game in the past couple of years. He hasn't really made the big plays in the gadgets either. Yeah. When, when he's on the Rams, uh, he's getting eight, nine yards a catch. You know, you'd think a guy like Tavon Austin with the speed and the ability to, to, to break out in the open field, he'd, he'd, uh, he'd have way more big plays, and he just didn't. Uh, one thing, uh, I, I don't know if I agree with you. I don't know if I agree with Robert Quinn being the best pass rusher on the team. Okay. I, I still would give that to DeMarcus Lawrence. Yeah. I think DeMarcus uh, I mean, Lawrence took, took uh, all the double teams. I think Quinn got a lot of those one-on-one matches, and he won He, he did. He did, and he, he succeeded when he had those one-on-one matchups. I don't know. We'll, we'll see without, without Quinn to take some of that pressure off. We'll, we'll see what happens uh, to, to, to Tank Lawrence. But I'll tell you, I think the biggest loss for the Cowboys was in the middle with uh, Frederick. Uh, with him retiring. Yeah, his retirement, yeah. Uh, he, he wasn't his old self last year. You know, he even admitted it. But, you know, he's still a Pro Bowl caliber player. And he's kind of the general of that, of that offensive line. Uh, it's a shame that he had to, to go out the way he did. Uh, but. That's that's going to be something that they are definitely going to have to uh, need to replace him for address. Sure. Yeah, so so let's talk about some of the additions and some of the re-signings. Uh, they bring in Gerald McCoy. Gerald McCoy is a good signing. He's going to make up for Malik Collins leaving for the Raiders. Uh, big OU fan. I've always loved uh, Gerald McCoy. Uh, Jeremy McCoy's big, strong, athletic guy. 
who can get to the quarterback. Uh, he's decent in the run game, but you know the the main thing for Dallas is I think they're going to have to get to the quarterback. Yeah, yeah, their secondary is not going to be what it was. Uh, speaking of secondary, uh, they do replace Jeff Heath with uh, Haha Clinton Dix. Uh, Clinton Dix spent one year with the Bears after his his time in Green Bay. I thought he played pretty well last year. Uh, he really didn't get beat too much. They really kind of didn't ask him to do a whole lot in terms of uh, blitzing or coming in in the box. He was he was in coverage a lot. So uh, you know, I would imagine similar role to uh, to what he had last year in Chicago. In Dallas. Clinton Dix, uh, I like his game. He can definitely play. Athletic guy. Still has and and they, get him, they get him cheap one year, and four got million, I think it that's, was, right? That's the name of the game. Uh, getting a guy who can, who can play and getting him for a good price. They also did sign Don Terry Poe. Not sure what the numbers are on that, but Don Terry Poe is a huge, huge guy who uh, – who can who can he can move man that guy's yeah. really athletic you can do some things with him a few years ago if you, if you had Gerald McCoy and Don Terry Pell on the inside you were you were looking like one of the best D lines in football so we'll we'll see Abs- how much Poe has left in the tank absolutely hey that that push that they may get in the middle may free up some things on the edge for Demarcus Lawrence plus you know they may get. They may get Randy Gregory back. Uh, I believe that the league is no longer testing for uh, marijuana. Yeah. Or they're they're testing for it. They're not suspending people for it. I don't know. I, that, I, I think they I think that, that Randy Gregory experiment's over in Dallas. He may get a shot somewhere. I just don't think it'll be in Dallas. It may be, but they get, they also got Alden Smith. He hasn't yeah. been in. He hasn't been in the league in four years. Yeah, this 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 one was a head scratcher to me. I I don't know why. Um, with other free agents available, why you would take a shot on him, and and it it's not like he signed for uh, nine nine hundred grand. You know, is is a decent sized contract for somebody. I think they who gave him two on, million. Yeah, somebody who hasn't million. stepped on the football field in in quite some time, and and. Last time he was on the football field, he had his troubles for sure. Right. But if you get a guy like Alden Smith for $2 million and he has his head on straight, and even if he's half as good as he was when we last saw him, and he gives you seven, six and a half, seven sacks for the season, and by playoff time he's, he's in good shape, could be uh, could be a really really good sign. So let, let's get to that, the that's one to keep your eye out on. Let's get to the big resignings in Dallas. Uh, they bring back Prescott and Amari Cooper. Yeah, Prescott gets the the franchise, and Amari Cooper got the big dollars. Also, you kind of had to you kind of had to give Cooper that money. If you let him walk, it's one of those situations where you let him walk, everybody's going to say, Why'd you oh, trade how, him? Could you, how could you let you know, Cooper go? And then you still have some of the people that say, eh, it's too much money for Cooper. 
he's he's one of the best wide receivers in the league, and and he's in his prime. So if if you're not going to pay for him, who are you going to pay for? And exactly, you you've got Prescott for at least another year. So keep keep the band together, and let's see what happens. So so Dak gets the franchise tag. They're still working on a long term deal, from what I hear. We'll see. Yeah, I mean, with 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 Dak, uh, I can I can understand Dallas being reluctant to give him the money that that it's being reported that he's asking for. I yeah, think if, for, if you forty give, million, if you give Dak forty for? million a year, it's, I think it cripples this team. Yeah, uh, you're not going to be able to to build around that, and I don't think. Dak is a bad quarterback by any means, but I also don't know if he's the guy that can carry a team with average talent. There's not a lot of guys like that. You know, I don't think he's the a Drew Brees or a Tom Brady that can that you can put guys just, you know, that they find on the street in Dallas. I don't think he's at that I point think. in his career where he's elevating the talent around him yet. No. No. So I like the franchise tag for for Dak, he put up a lot of yards. I think a lot of them uh, were, as they say, empty calories. Yeah. I, I saw a lot of those. They're down by 20 points, and he goes from Or, or they had a couple games where they built a few a huge lead in the first half, especially in the beginning of the season, and, and then kind of fell apart the rest of the game. Right. So, Cowboys, so, better, better or, or worse after free agency or the same? Uh, I would have to say that that they are they are no better than they were last year. The problem with the Cowboys team is they didn't play up to potential last year, so they could put this they could potentially put this team out on the field and do better. I think they're in a weak division, so you know could they get ten or eleven wins next year? Sure, but. They were, they were on track think, for that last year. What's that? They were on track for that last year before the wheels fell off. They were. They were. But the fact that that they didn't, you know, win those games, and a lot of those games uh, were games that they should have won. There's the – I think they should have swept the, the conference last year. They should have won two in, in Philly. They should have won two against – Washington, they should have won two against the Giants. And that's six games right there that they should have had. Uh, I just so, think that this team needs a uh, just a, a, a huge a huge lift in in leadership. Yeah, and that's gotta come from the quarterback, especially if he's if he's asking for that kind of money, he's he's gotta step up and show that he can do that. So I, I agree. I don't think they're better. They lose their number one corner. They lose either their first or second best pass rusher, depending on what you believe. And uh, yeah, I think they actually upgraded a little bit at safety going from, from Heath to, to Dix. But I, 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 I don't think you could say their roster is better. A lot of their quote-unquote acquisitions were re-signing. So we'll go with I think no. The, the best signing they did was Mike McCarthy. Yep. Yeah, that was well, the best thing they did all offseason. We'll see. It was it was controversial to say the least. So moving on, moving on to Philly. Uh, Philly did 
did some good things in the offseason. The uh, trade that we spoke about earlier of uh, acquiring Darius Slay from Detroit. That That is, at this point, their, their big offseason acquisition. Tell me a little bit about what Philly's done so far. Philly, Philly, you're right, has done some good things. They, they shed a couple of players that were aging or just were not working out, getting away from Aguilar. Aguilar, three years ago, looked like he was going to make a big step and a big leap where he could be a, you know, a solid number two, possibly a number one. And time, time to move on for both sides there. I think right. Aguilar needed a fresh start, and I think he if needs put him a on the fresh field again, again this year, he may get uh, batteries thrown at him. <laughs> exactly. Jason Peters, uh, you know, he's aging. It's just, you know, I don't think anybody's picked him up. Nope, he's, still, he's, he's still available. Yeah. But uh, I, don't, I don't think that chip has sailed. I don't think he's coming back to Philly. They, they made the announcement that he won't come back, but who knows? And right. Could change. They lost, they lost Vitae. Jordan Howard uh, never really fit with the team last year. Yeah, he had a uh, few good games, but. He had a few good games. I, I don't think they gave him the volume that he needed to be productive. I don't think that's Philly's style, really. Yeah, don't don't think he was a great fit, but uh, they you know they'll get a compensatory pick because Miami gave him a pretty decent sized contract. So it was a good trade. I, you know they gave up a sixth rounder to get him from Chicago, and I think if I'm not mistaken, they're going to get a fourth round compensatory pick back. So they rented him for a year and, and moved up to two rounds in the draft. So uh, you know it, it, it's a good move. Uh, the, the one that's got me scratching my head is uh, you know they they. They let Malcolm Jenkins. Malcolm go. Jenkins. And and you know, they replace him with Rodney McLeod. So you can't even say it was an age movement. Uh it just I don't understand it. And I get I don't know. What's your take on that? Malcolm Jenkins not only was still a viable player in this league, but he's a leader on that team. He's a guy that's gonna that's gonna push you and and get you wins, the small wins that get you the big wins is what I'm trying to say. And there's definitely gonna be a void back there. I know they signed uh, Darius or they got Darius Slay and they signed him to the big deal. That hasn't worked out great for Philly in the past. With, no, they uh, don't. They don't have good luck with. They uh, don't have a. They star, don't have a star good track corners. Record. Who was it? Max, uh, Byron Maxwell, and and, and, and Namdi uh, Namdi Yeah, you know? com- coming off that huge season in, in Oakland, they bring him in during the the dream team era, and and that did certainly did not work out. Hopefully, and, and the big difference is those two guys were at least coming off of big years. Yeah, Slay isn't even coming off of a big year; he's coming off of a down year. So it'll be interesting to see how that defensive backfield looks because those guys were getting burned last year. And, and they retain Jalen Mills uh, and they're converting him to a safety from what I understand. Yeah. Um, yeah, they gave him a one-year deal, can't, 5 can't, million. Can't cover as a corner, so let's make you a safety. Maybe that gives him a little bit of versatility. Having a, a safety with corner skills, maybe we could do some different things with him, but I think they, they still need to, need to address the safety position. I, I just I just see the Malcolm Jenkins thing as an unnecessary 
move, but time, time will tell if they're, if they're better. It, they may have been going by the, you know, the old Bill Walsh movement. It's better to get, what is it? It's better to get rid of a guy a year early than a year too late. Than a year late. So yeah, it's possible. That, that may be that may be what they're doing. In a in a division though that that has if there's one thing the NFC East has they've got guys that'll throw the throw the ball around. I think Daniel Jones can throw the ball. Dax Dax going to throw the ball. Washington, uh, we'll see you know, what their quarterback situation looks like. Yeah. But you're going to need – you need corners in this league to compete. So they also they also bring in uh, Javon Hargrave. Hargrave got a good deal. Uh, he's going to fill up the middle. Three years, $39 million. The guy can uh, – I mean, the guy can play. He's – He's a big body. Yeah, he's in the prime of his career. So if you're going to spend on a D tackle, I don't, you know, that's what you want to do. You fix the offensive line, defensive line that you start out there and, you know. But I think this Eagles team still needs, still needs a lot of work. I think they still need a lot of work. I agree. On On paper, their team doesn't look horrible. But I, I, they don't have that, that kind of, that it, I, that's going to drive you into the playoffs. Even I don't think. So, so let's talk about their roster. Uh, I do think they're better, uh, just because they did address their biggest weakness, which was corner, and they went out and got the best, really the best corner that was available, via trade or or free agency. And I don't think any of their losses are are huge losses. Uh, other than Malcolm Jenkins, and I think the upgrade uh, for for Slay at corner is is bigger than the the drop off from Jenkins to McLeod or whoever they end up bringing in. Uh, leadership aside, I think on the field, I do think they're they're better. I like some of the moves that they made. I'm not going to say that they're they're that much better. They I they were a team that was. In my opinion, lucky to be eight and eight, and that was in probably the worst division in football last year. Yeah, they struggled again. Um, so, so I just, I just don't think that they were one piece away from from being a really good team. You know, I think they're going to need to do more than than pick up Slay. It's a good start if if Slay is going to cover and he's going to, but if they leave him out on an Island and they're not getting to the quarterback. Wouldn't it be nice to have some, some safety help like Malcolm Jenkins? <laughs> I'm sure Darius Slay thinks so. Yeah. All right. He so might think so even more about week eight. Let's move on to the giants. Giants made the switch to the rookie quarterback. Eli Manning retires. Showed showed some things last year. What did the uh, Giants do in free agency this year? Giants did didn't do uh, that much as far as losing uh, anything that was really detrimental. I don't think. I think they got they got out from under Alec Ogletree. I think Ogletree never really gave them 
what he what he came there to to be. You know, they thought he was going to be that 130, 150 tackle guy, you know, that he was with the Rams. And he came over and, you know, he gives you 80 tackles last year. That's just not going to cut it. They got run all over. So uh, they also, you know, obviously Eli retired, but they they already have his replacement. Antoine Bethea, they, they let him walk 110 tackles last year. That's not always what you want because I, I feel like he's not, getting not those tackles. <laughs> he's getting those. He's not, he's not running up on the line, you know, stopping guys like he's playing another linebacker position. He's, he's saving touchdowns. So. Yeah. So they re-signed Leonard Williams, who they made the trade for with the Jets last year that they re-signed him really the biggest re-signing on their roster, the only notable real free agent that they had. Right. They did pick up Bradbury. Yeah, so so they bring in uh, James Bradbury from the Panthers. Talked about him a little bit the other day. I, I think he's an upgrade uh, for them at corner. Decent-sized contract for him. And then, yeah, Oh, uh, yeah, he definitely, he definitely made out. Yeah. And, and then they bring in uh, two two of the Packers backers in Blake Martinez <laughs> and and Kyle Fackrell. The the two worst linebackers on on the Packers are now part of the uh, part of the Giants. right. So so the Giants who struggled in the in in the run game have struggled the last couple of years with their linebackers. They go and they pick up two linebackers from a team that also struggled in the run. We'll see how that works. Consistency. <laughs> you got to be consistent. Give it up to Gettle. All right, we'll give him a quick clap for that. But uh, I'll tell you one signing that I did like: uh, a little-known guy, Levine uh, Toyololo. I believe that's how you pronounce his name from the 49ers. Guy's a heck of a blocker. He's a he's a big big body, and if they're going to want to run the ball with Saquon next year. You're going to need a tight end that can block. Not sure Evan Ingram's up to the the task of of being that big big time blocker. He's a heck of an athlete. He's a big guy. He probably could be a good blocker if he wanted to be. But uh, if he could stay healthy, if he can stay healthy. But Levi, he can he can move some bodies, man. Toy Lolo, the former Falcon, and and. Niner, uh, I, I think it's consistent with what they want to do, and that's uh, protect and run the football, chew up a little clock, make uh, Daniel Jones not have to win every single game. And, uh, yeah, it's a, good, it's a good signing. I definitely like it. If the, if the Giants receivers can stay healthy next year, I think they're going to give a lot of people trouble. I think they've, got, they've got the talent, no doubt about that. I think they're they're a lot better than people think, and I think they I think they'll take a leap. I I do believe that uh, that they they had a really good off season. They could use one more piece. They should reach out for Cleveland and and see if uh, Beckham is available and bring him back. Yeah, you think you think no. that you don't think <laughs> no. that bridge is burned? No, no, no. I'm ma- making a joke that maybe they no. shouldn't have traded him in the first place. 
But uh, I, I'll tell you what, though. I remember the the interview he did uh, with Little Wayne, and it was, you know, on uh, I I think it was ESPN or or NBC. It was one of those those you know the interviews they they show right before the game, and he's saying how much he would love to play in LA. And he had just signed that, that huge deal with the Giants. I would have traded him the next week if, if I was them. Yeah. You and, just and can't, I you think can't they might have, have stuff like that. Yeah. No. So, uh, they last move I have here down on my sheet, they bring in uh, Colt McCoy will be the backup for Daniel Jones. Just a guy, you know, as far as a backup goes. He's from Texas, and that's all I have to say about yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Colt McCoy is one of those guys who's been in, been in the year, uh, league a few years, and, you know, I guess you could do worse. For, hey, for good job, good job you, you for don't him. Want, you don't want him on the field. Good job for him, you know, getting a, getting a paycheck still. Yeah. You know, he's in there, and. I would hold a clipboard for whatever he's getting to and just pray that, that Daniel Jones stays healthy. So uh, Giants uh, better or, or worse after free I agency? Do th- I do think they're better. Uh, I, I definitely do. I, I don't really love the, the moves at linebacker, but even still, I think, Blake Martinez is an upgrade to Ogletree. Yeah, I don't think I don't think they're worse, and and Bradbury is certainly an upgrade at corner. So there, there's no big splashy free agent signing, but uh, some some solid moves, and I do think they've improved their roster a little bit. And they did keep Leonard Williams also. Yeah, that, 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 that was a big one. Yep, yeah. So, so you you agree, Giants better. I, I definitely think they're better. I think they're going to surprise some teams this year. I think they're going to be tougher to beat. I was uh, tough on Daniel Jones, the, the drafting of him. Like a Everybody lot of people. Was. But, Everybody uh, was, yeah. I think I watched, I watched him a few times last year. He looked pretty good. Yeah, he's got to get if the fumbles cu- under control. If he cuts down on some of those, those bad turnovers, which I think he will, I think that'll be – Something that he's just he's just not gonna he's just not gonna take those hits in the open field, and he's gonna get down and he's not gonna have those fumbles. So so I like I like what the Giants are doing right now. As long as they give the ball to Saquon and, and you know just run the ball with Saquon, pass the ball to Saquon, just give the ball to Saquon. You're in you're you're going to be you're going to be competitive. All right, let's move so. on to the Redskins. Washington Redskins. Uh, again, another team without a big splashy signing. Uh, a lot of a lot of depth moves. Washington was kind of cutting the fat, I believe, this uh this offseason. They got rid of pretty much their whole like every cornerback on the roster. You know, no, no Josh Norman, no Rogers Camardi, uh, Kayvon Webster, Quentin Dunbar, Aaron Colvin. All these guys are gone. Yeah, they, they need to rebuild that. 
they're definitely going to have to do. I something. mean, their secondary was terrible last year, so I don't, I don't necessarily disagree. But they're going to have to spend a lot of their resources on, on rebuilding the secondary. Exactly. The uh, the tight end, tight ends, they're going to have to address that. Uh, Jordan Reed has he know, officially retired yet? I haven't seen that he's. I don't, I don't think he has. I think you it's know, I, I feel bad for the guy because he's he's got and all world the, talent. The talent, yeah. I, I just worry about him and taking that one that one last shot. It's just so many concussions. Right. I, if if I'm him, I wouldn't I wouldn't play with fire anymore. I, I definitely have to call it a career. It seems like he walks on the field and, and gets hurt. Yeah. Uh, Vernon Davis calling in a career. Uh, they, you know, Paul Richardson gone. Paul Richardson uh, was that that did not work out at all. Just didn't work out. You yeah. know, he was ready to have that they, breakout. He had that semi breakout year in Seattle. They bring him in from Seattle, expecting he's going to be their deep threat. He's going to be their speed guy, and it just never materialized. Just kind of shows you uh, what a, a really good quarterback can do yeah. for you. I think. Yeah, McLaren just so easily the the better player last year right chris thompson uh the the i mean the redskins have 75 running backs so the the one the one signing i do like uh they bring in uh kevin pierre lewis from the bears uh kpl saw the field last year with the injury chicago had to middle linebacker and played really well they chicago brought him in on the cheap and when he much like we were talking about with kwiatkowski once he got his opportunity to seize the field, he really made it count. So uh, the Redskins bring him in uh, to be a starter along with Tom and Thomas Davis. So they're, they're rebuilding their linebacking core a little bit. Yeah, Thomas Davis, uh, kind of a stopgap until you can get somebody in there long-term. I don't think he's got too much gas left in the tank. Uh, they only signed him for one year. They did, uh, they did drop Case Keenum. Case Keenum, who I think if you, I think he's one of the better backups in the league. I don't know if I trust him to be my everyday starter, uh, but they did pick up Kyle Allen and Peyton Barber. Peyton Barber is a guy who I think can be a, a really good piece if if he's used correctly. I and mean, he's not going to be a guy that's going to carry the ball 300 times for you or anything i'm not I'm not saying that but uh he can be the guy that that comes in and, and spells you know i don't know if geis or, or peterson or who's going to be carrying the ball big time for for washington next year yeah if guys if guys uh, can can get healthy he just that talk about another guy who can't stay on the field he just uh he can't uh he can't catch a break that guy uh, you know, the, their biggest free agent signing, uh, Ken, Kendall Fuller. Yeah, the four-year, $40 million for Fuller. He's a, I mean, you probably know him, know him better than I do. It, the, no, number one cornerback from the Chiefs. Uh, you know, he, he's, he's played, played well. He's one of the Fuller brothers in the NFL, one of those Virginia Tech corners. He, uh, I think he's an upgrade for them. You know, we talked about all, all the corners that Washington moved away from. Josh Norman uh, never really lived up to the big contract he got coming from Carolina. 
and they they move in a different direction and, and replace him with Kendall Fuller. We'll oh, see. I, I mean, you know, he he was the, the best cornerback on the field for the Chiefs last year. Who had had their own issues stop, stopping <laughs> the pass? That's not always saying something. Yeah, stopping the pass, but um I, I, I think he's I do think he's an upgrade over Josh Norman. He did he one. did they uh that defense though did step up uh second half of the season. Yeah. And they they did come together in the secondary. And but he does not have that that Tyron Matthew in you know behind him making up for a lot of things that that uh some of the the mistakes and that uh some of the corners in Kansas City had Tyron Matthew definitely cleaned up. Yeah. All right, so so the Rams better worse the uh, sorry Redskins Redskins wrong R uh better better worse the same I'm I'm going to say that the Redskins got better. I'm going to say that the Redskins got better. I, I think they've done 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 some addition by subtraction and they really didn't have any major losses and any 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 losses that they I think they would have liked to retain Eric Flowers cuz they they did revitalize his career but with the money he got I don't I don't think that was in the cards for them. They bring in uh you know a couple offensive linemen and uh yeah, you know, some some depth guys and, and a few new starting linebackers. Uh, I I'm gonna I'm gonna go incomplete on here. I I don't I don't know that they did enough to to say that their team is better. I do I do like uh, that KPL signing. I think that's that's flown under the radar, and I think they've upgraded their backup quarterback situation. Kyle Allen played pretty well last year. He's a lot younger than Case Keenum. You know, Keenum's a good backup, but last year he was he was a starter at times and and was terrible. So, uh, I, I guess I, I guess I'll say that their roster is better at this point. I told you so. All right, you you convinced me. You sold. Me. I convinced you. You sold me. Well, if not for anything, but I think the the culture there immediately got better when they got rid of some of these guys. You know, yep. he got he, there were games where Josh Norman it looked like he really just wasn't even trying. Yeah. Yeah, it was was definitely time to to move away. Yeah, you can't you can't win with guys like that. Moving to the NFC West. Uh let's lead it. Oh, the NFC best. Yeah, let's it it might be the best division in football. Uh let's lead it off with the Arizona Cardinals. (sighs) Wow. Um so they did a few things. They yeah. The the DeAndre Hopkins comes in via trade from the Houston Texans for uh, a bag of peanuts. And a, a broken bag of peanuts. At that. Yeah. I mean, this is a fantastic move. You bring in one of, I don't know, top three wide receivers in the league in his prime, and you don't have to give up much for him. Uh, this is this is a tremendous move. It's, it's a great weapon to add to the uh, Cardinals young receiver core for their Soon to be sophomore quarterback, they I'll, they shed the David Johnson contract. Who they didn't they didn't want to pay him that contract anymore. Anyway, they had him last year. Barely saw the field. This is just it's a home run move. I'll I'll tell you what. When I first saw this deal, the first thing I I thought about was how do I contact Bill O'Brien 
and maybe try and trade my bank account for his. <laughs> yeah, he, he may do it. I, I was thinking I could, I'll give him my bank account for his bank account plus uh, future earnings for the next 30 days. Look, I maybe, think, the, maybe the guy's susceptible to the Jedi mind trick or something. I, <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, the, uh, the Cardinals definitely, they had a, that's, that's a huge win in free agency right there. Uh, they're going to have a heck of a receiving core. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm a huge OU fan. So it hurt my heart to see Kyler Murray go to a team. I'm going to have to watch him play against my Niners yeah, twice, twice a year, twice a year, but I'm glad he's got some weapons. I'm, uh, he's got, they, they did bring back Fitzgerald who, uh, obviously has some type of fountain of youth or just Lazarus just machine, pit guy. or something. He's got something going on that he's not telling the rest of us about because the guy can still, he still runs his great routes. He can still move and you know, he's not dropping any passes. I saw, um, it's a little side note. I saw a crazy stat earlier. He has more tackles in his career than drops. That uh, that that is incredible. Speaks <laughs> yeah, to the I level believe... of quarterback play he's had. <laughs> thirty nine tackles and twenty nine drops. I was just thinking it's a, it's a shame that he's finally getting surrounded with weapons like DeAndre Hopkins this late in his career because it would have been something to see him have competitive. Well, he did have he had Bolden sure early in his career and uh yeah and 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 when he did finally get a few weapons uh you know they went all the way to the super bowl that's that's true that's true and uh christian kirk over there he's a good player also yeah look look fantastic last year he's, he's gonna make a, a heck of a number two wide receiver it might end up putting a couple of extra years on on fitzgerald too yeah yeah it's possible but as far as as anything else they did, uh, they did let Farrell Cooper walk. Uh, who else? Uh, we've got Charles Clay, kind of aging. Joe Walker, linebacker, really good special teams guy. Uh, went over to the 49ers. Uh, that, I think that's a good move for everybody. Uh but as far as the, the Cardinals are, are going, I think they did, like I said, I did, they did a great job. They, they, uh, gave the tr- they put the transition tag on Kenyon Drake, who came in there and was awesome. He played awesome last year when they got him. He did. Devondre Campbell gave yeah, him that, one-year that, deal. That's for- a good signing, Strength, strengthening our linebacking core. He played really mm-hmm. well for the Falcons last year. And uh, if, if, Jordan Phillips from the Bills also. Yeah, Jordan, the Jordan Phillips signing, uh, that's, that's going to help them in the middle. They, had, they did have some trouble stopping the run last year. They had to load up on the box. And when they loaded up on the box, teams passed all over them. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see if they can, if they can have – few less guys in the box and let their corners play corner. But, you know, the, the Arizona Cardinals are, are shaping up really, really well. I I mean to say that, that they, they got the best player that was available in free agency or trade. You know, it's, 
it, it was it was a, a home run for them. So uh, let's let's move on to the rant. Oh, sorry, Cardinals better. Yes, I think we both agree. <laughs> De- definitely yeah. better, better right now than the, they were when free agency began. Look, the the Cardinals gave trouble to the 49ers twice last year. They gave the Seahawks trouble. They were last competitive. Year. They they didn't right. win a lot of games, but they were very competitive. They were in like every game. And you can see that that being one of those teams that goes from the four or five wins to, you know, eight, nine, ten wins. Yeah, I agree. All right, so let's move on. Uh, the Los Angeles Rams. Uh, the Rams, uh, not super active in free agency uh, in terms of bringing players to the team. They uh, part ways with Todd Gurley, who goes to the Atlanta Falcons. A few years ago, he was their golden boy. He made a, had fantastic year. What did he have, 17 touchdowns? Um, he, he was the best running back in football, had the biggest contract of any running back in football, and this is just a reminder of why you shouldn't pay running backs. You can find them everywhere. You can find the running backs, uh, and you don't have to, I, you don't have to find them in even the first or second round. You can find quality running backs later in the draft. I think they may have. They did two things here with Gurley. I think they signed. They they gave him money too early. I think they thought what was going to happen was Gurley was going to continue to have these monster seasons. And by the time he comes up for free agency, they're not going to be able to afford him. And I think they got rid of him a, a, a year early. They, they, they may have. They, that remains to be seen. I mean, he had obviously injury troubles last year. He, he did play in 15 games, but he was just banged up a lot and didn't even crack 1,000 yards. The touchdowns were there. He had 12 touchdowns, uh, but that was, you know, also part of because of Jared Goff's struggles in the red zone last year. But uh, it, it's how, how quickly the muddy have fallen. He was 17 touchdowns in 2008, and you know, 1,200 yards gets the big contract, and then he's gone a couple of years later. And as as I mentioned on the previous episode, part of that 2015 draft, there isn't a single running back that was drafted by their original team that is still with their original team. Now, I don't think Gurley was as hurt as the Rams said he was. When he played, he didn't seem to be lacking on the field. I think that the Rams were maybe thinking long-term, like, hey, we're not going to give this guy 25 touches a game. Two years ago when they went to the Super Bowl, they had C.J. Anderson, and C.J. Anderson filled in in that offense and did really well. They didn't have that guy come in and fill in for Gurley, and I think that's where – C.J. Anderson was there back in the Super Bowl. Right, right. They barely gave Gurley the ball. Yeah. But uh, I think what the Rams are doing is I think the the Rams are, are trying to revamp their team. With, without doing a fire sale completely. I don't know if they're doing the best job at it. They just, they just traded Cooks to, to Houston. Yep. Uh, they, they got a second rounder for him. I think that's what they gave New England for him. Did they give up more than a second rounder for him? Uh, I don't know. 
But it, his numbers weren't really there last year. Uh, 42 catches, 580 yards. He's down, and that's down from 80 catches to 1,204 yards. He's another guy. It kind of seems like he's hurt all the time. He, he played, played 14, 15 games last year. But uh, it seems like he, he might have left several games last year. They, they lost Fowler. I mean, that's 11 and a half sacks right there. Littleton, they lost 135 tackles out of that linebacker. Clay Matthews was playing really, really well before he broke his jaw. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Matthews uh, looked good. He, he's still available as well. Right. He had uh, eight sacks. Eight sacks. He hasn't had that many sacks, I think, since 2014. I know Green Bay moved him into the middle, and, and they didn't have him rushing as much, but he can still get after the passer. So I think if I think somebody's probably going to get a really good deal for Clay Matthews. They'll get him in there on a probably a one-year contract. For, Prove a deal you know, with some, some incentives. With some incentives. And if even if you have him as – you know, uh, uh, just a pass rush specialist. You know, he comes in on on passing downs. I think he'll he'll produce for you. Uh, they continue the the trend of getting rid of cornerbacks in L.A. But uh, Roby Coleman go to the Eagles. Yep. Uh, Eric Weddle retired. He had clearly started to lose a step. Still a viable player, but he was definitely starting to lose a step. Yeah, good and, leadership, good good locker room guy and. You know, heck of a player in his day. Just time for him to hang it up. It's time for him to go. He 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 went before they made him leave, which is cool. And Greg Zerline gone. So that that's kind of it for the, the departures. I think they did lose some players that some starters, know, can, yeah, can, can still really play for him. And this is a team that was in the Super Bowl two years ago. Mm-hmm. So you don't. I think when you're a team in the in the that's coming off of the Super Bowl in the last two years. You don't want to see this kind of talent leaving. Well, they're they're in a very competitive division too, so they can't afford to sit too long. You know, they br- they bring in Leonard Floyd uh, to replace Dante Fowler. There, he's not going to replace his pass rush uh, unless he it all starts to click for him. And uh, they bring in Ashawn Robinson from the Lions, and those are really their only two signings. So they're trying to fill uh, the loss of Fowler with Floyd, and right. they, they still have uh, the interior linebacker spot uh, to address. And we'll see what they do at running back. You know, they have uh, Henderson that they drafted. Um, they have a couple of guys here and there. Uh, I wonder if they'll they'll bring somebody in in the draft. It'll be interesting and to see I, what they do. Henderson Henderson looked good at times. And then there were times that I think they wanted him to be that guy that, that was going to fill in. I saw uh, the first game against the 49ers last year, there was a, a fourth and one situation. And, you know, he's, he gets the ball and he gets stuffed. It, and, I mean, it was one-on-one. He comes up. He just he – couldn't, he couldn't be the guy to get that yard. And those are the, those are the things that – that great teams do when they need one yard, they get it. And I, I think the Rams are going to take a, a, I think they're going to take a big step back this year. I'm not, 
I'm not all the way sold on Jared I, Goff I, I either. Don't, you know, the, the roster is not better at this point. I don't think you can, you can argue that. So we'll see what happens. All right. Uh, do you agree? Roster not, not better? I 100% agree, and I, I'm not upset about it. All right. Well, let's move on to your San Francisco 49ers. Not a ton, yes. uh, you know, when, when you're in the Super Bowl and they, they don't have a ton of holes to fill, there's not a lot to do. They make a trade. Uh, they lo- lose a player that they traded for last year. Tell, tell me a little bit about what they've done. Uh, personally, I think, I think Lynch and, and Shanahan have, have done a fantastic job, uh, not only this offseason, but with the roster in the last few years. They're, they're bringing in quality guys, but – this year, uh, they're they're making moves for the future. They 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 brought Sanders in midseason last year, and he immediately clicked. He did a great job. He made some huge plays for us. But with some of the wide receivers that we still have on the roster, uh, I think at some point Taylor's going to have to play. I don't know if he has any other body parts that he can injure on his body, mm-hmm. but I really liked uh, Jalen Hurd last year before he got the back injury. I still think that they might go receiver. I wouldn't mind seeing uh, C.D. Lamb or, uh, or Jerry Judy in, in a 49ers uniform next year. So I think if you can line up C.D. Lamb – Debo Samuel, Kendrick Bourne, and going in there with Kittle, I think that's a that's an awesome. Yeah, they bring in Travis court. Benjamin from the Chargers, and he's definitely not going to be their number two. He's really just a a, a depth guy. Uh, he's got some speed, good good deep ball guy. Never really clicked with the Chargers. Uh, well, I shouldn't say that he, he had a, a good year, uh, two thousand eighteen, I believe. And then as Philip Philip Rivers' arm strength seemed to give out last year he couldn't get the ball deep to Benjamin so I I like the signing I don't think he's going to be their number two it's definitely something they could address in the draft they bring in guard uh uh, former bear former jet Tom Compton Uh, is is he going to be a starter for them is or is that a depth guy I think he's going to be he's definitely going to be a, a depth guy okay uh I think with the the 49ers are going to have pretty much the same uh, the same team, uh, aside from obviously DeForest Buckner. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't see them. I, I'm happy that they didn't do too much. I knew that DeForest they Buckner going traded to, away uh, to the Denver Broncos, correct? The uh, Colts. Colts. Sorry, sorry, Indianapolis Colts. Yeah. Uh, they got they got the 13th pick for him. Uh, it came down to dollars and cents. He's a better player than Eric Armstead. They offered Buckner the deal first. Uh, Buckner kind of balked at it. He wanted to, I I believe he wanted some more guaranteed money. And Eric Armstead jumped all over it and said, he'll take it. Uh, So they spent a little less money on Eric Armstead, traded Buckner, and they got a 13th pick. Getting getting a first round pick is a win. Yeah, you're you're getting the first round pick for you know he's a first round guy, so now we have we do have two first round picks in a in a pretty deep draft. Not only that, but we've still got Solomon Thomas and DJ Jones 
coming back next year. I think that defense, and I believe hands down we had the best defensive line last year. DeForest Buckner may have been our best player. Statistically, he wasn't. But there's so much depth and talent on that line. I think that line is still going to be – Still going to be really good. Our linebackers, I love our linebackers. Um, re-signing Jimmy Ward was was a huge deal. He's not a big stat guy, but he he makes he makes the plays that need to be made. Yeah, and you, and, you want to keep that continuity or a team team that went to the Super Bowl. You want to keep the secondary, the the whole team intact in as much as you possibly can. Exactly. Um, but it's and and back to to uh, to Benjamin. Benjamin was uh, he was he was with Shanahan in Cleveland. Yeah, and he had a big year with Shanahan in Cleveland. Yeah. And I think that's Some familiarity uh, there. Sure, I think that's that's he he excelled in, coming out of the slot in 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 the offense. So I think if if they have some trouble with. Uh, Trent Taylor not getting on the field this year, or uh, if he can beat out Kendrick Bourne in, in some of those slot plays, I think they'll use him. Uh, but I don't think – I really don't think he's the guy that they're counting on. I think they, they will address uh, wide receiver in the draft also. Yeah. So 49ers, uh, better or worse? I'm, I'm going to say – I mean, I don't think you could say they're better. They lost stud defensive linemen. I think we'll have to revisit this after the draft and see what they do with that 13th overall pick because they really didn't do a ton in, in free agency. I'm going to give the 49ers an incomplete. Right. I, I wouldn't say that they, they got better. Uh, they, I don't think they got worse, though. Even with losing Buckner, I think they, they will um, they'll be able to, to replace that. Uh, I know it's hard to, to replace the – the production and, and I mean, the guy's six, eight, 300 pounds moves like a cat. Uh, but I, I really feel in my heart, they're going to have a dominant defense. I think the offense will be better next year. As long as, as long as we keep our offensive line healthy, uh, we did resign Ben Garland. So I'm going to, I'm going to say that they did what they needed to do. Um, yeah. Money wise, you can't, yeah, you just can't you can't keep everybody, but I think they did a good job of 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 kind of keeping the the boat afloat. Uh, they came out they came out of free agency with an extra first round pick. So exactly, and they moved some money. They moved some money around, and they have a few dollars. Uh, they can kind of give it to Kittle now. Get him get him paid. He's gonna need it. Yep. All right, so let's move on to the last team in the NFC West, the Seattle Seahawks. There's another team in the West. There is. There is yeah. the, the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, oh, yeah. So uh, they bring in Greg Olson from, from the Carolina Panthers. I, you know, I'm a big Greg Olson fan. I, I still curse Mike Marks to this day. He, he, should be, he should have been a bear for life, traded because he didn't fit the system then goes and flourishes in Carolina with Cam Newton and Carolina moves on from both, both he and Newton in the same off season. Greg Olson goes to Seattle. If he can stay healthy, this is, this is the best tight end that, that Russell Wilson's ever had. And uh, Russell, the Seattle offense does utilize the tight end quite a bit. 
and he's he's made some guys who were just just a guy look really really good in in that system. So it, I'm excited to see what happens if Olsen can stay healthy. Yeah, if if Olsen's healthy, he is he's he owns the the middle of the field. He absolutely owns it. Uh, he's shorthanded. Big time red zone threat. Uh, I definitely like it. They only paid seven million for him, so that's 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 definitely a plus yeah. for Seattle. Yeah, getting that middle of the field threat so important to open up uh, Tyler Lockett on the edge. I, I think it, it, again, if he can stay healthy, it all it all hinges on on his ability to stay on the field. Right. The 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 concerns when I see Seattle is. Uh, the offensive line wasn't great, and you know you got If if you do not keep Russell Wilson line, on the field, their offensive line's been bad for a couple of seasons, right? And I worry that if you don't, if you don't, as much as I am a 49ers fan, and I should not like to see Hawks and everything, you can't you can't not respect Russell Wilson. I yeah. mean, he's an awesome player. He seems to be like he's a great guy too, but. He is their team. So if he's not if he's not on the field, if if he takes a shot and he misses five weeks, I wouldn't give them odds in in any one of those games. So so he they did address the offensive line. So let's talk about a little bit of what they did. I think they upgraded a guard. They let uh, Jermaine or Frady go in free agency to to Chicago and replace him with BJ Finney from the Steelers. I think that's an upgrade. Uh, I think pretty much everybody's an upgrade. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and 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 they they effectively, I mean, swap tackles with the Jets. So they let George Fant go, who gets picked up by the Jets, and then they sign uh, Brandon Shell from the Jets. Yeah, and and they bring in uh, Philip Dorsett from from the Patriots, who's uh, you know, we'll see how he does. Not not, you know, he. The, the- he showed some signs a few years ago with Andrew Luck in Indianapolis. Went to and the Patriots. The, the Patriots. The Patriots were looking for him to step up last year. And, yeah, and he really didn't. They, get and boy, did they from. need it! They absolutely needed the wide receiver help, and 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 he didn't right. step up. So you know, a, a depth guy here in Seattle. I don't think uh, they're they're counting on him to be a number two. So maybe you know, with low expectations and no pressure, maybe Dorsett finally settles into his own. Uh, but but you know they they didn't do a ton, but I like what they did. They had no major losses. They uh, uh, well I, they trade well they trade. God, uh, it looks like they're not going to get Clowney back. Okay, well I mean that's so, from from what I heard that he Seattle has given him the biggest offer. Uh, what are, what are you hearing? Uh, I I I just saw something. Uh, uh, I think. Yesterday or the day before, that it's it's just very unlikely that he'll go back. I I think the from what I saw of 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 Clowney last year, he's he's still a freak as far as his athletic ability. I don't know if Seattle has the 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 defense that's going to give him the numbers to get the big contract. I think he's looking I, I, at like yeah. the, the short-term deals right now, 
And I think he's willing to do a, a one-year deal, but I don't think he wants to do a one-year deal and then have to go into free agency with another three or four sacks. The only assumption I can make is that he's still a free agent because of uh, the insane contract he's looking for because he was healthy last year. Uh, I, 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 it's got to be money-related because he played really well for them. Um, it, it's got to be money-related. But yeah, he was, I, I, he was, I was out against the run. I, I'm still and, honestly assuming him to go back to Seattle. Just you know, last last I'd heard that he they it wasn't what he wanted, but Seattle had made the biggest offer to him. So, but I guess at this point he's still not back there. So, right. And and they did lose uh, Mike Iapati. Yep. Uh, Iapati's best days are behind him, but he's he's a big guy, and when he's healthy, he can move and he can block. He had some really good years. San Francisco and Arizona. Uh, Josh Gordon never really worked out uh, over there. He, we'll see now that they're not testing for, for marijuana or suspending for <laughs> marijuana anymore. Let's see if he comes back. <laughs> when he can play Stone, it'll be phenomenal again. Yeah. Come mar- march down that tunnel like Vince McMahon. <laughs> you may forget where the game's at, though. <laughs> uh, but I, I think, you know, them getting away from. Uh, you know, unfortunately for them, uh, Zeke Ansah didn't didn't work out. Never no. really gave them what uh, what he what he gave to the Lions. Uh, they lost a couple other starters. Uh, they, bring, they they get Bruce Irvin back reunited in Seattle, coming coming back from his yeah. His it looks like he's Panthers. coming back. I did yep. see that. Um, Kendricks Michael Kendricks is gone. Uh, he's a decent player, guys. You know, starting linebacker for you, give you he, about 70, 75 tackles. He's playing in the California Penal League, right? Yeah, that's where he's. <laughs> yeah. I'm not one to, I'm, I'm not going to speak on that right now. <laughs> so, so Seattle, better, better or worse? Seattle's always worse. <laughs> yeah, you want them to be worse. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, oh, this isn't what I want. Yeah, no, no. Um, it, I think with signing Greg Olson, uh, they got some help also from Quentin. Du- they're going to get some help from Quentin Dunbar. Uh, they did address the offensive line. Hopefully, you know, for them, they get some guys that that'll at least hold up for uh, Wilson. I I'd have to say that. I don't think that they're going to be – I don't think that they're better. Um, I think it all hinges on Clowney coming back. Um, if they can re-sign Clowney, I, I, I definitely think that they're better because that would be no major losses with the, uh, a couple of upgrades on the offensive line, bringing back Bruce Irvin and uh, the signing of Greg Olson. But if, if they don't re-sign Clowney, it's going to be hard to, hard to say that they're better. Right. And it's hard to say that, that a team that has 12 wins – should you know make all these changes and their team, but I think they were a team that was fortunate to get that many wins, and I don't think them playing the same, like putting out pretty much the same roster that they had last year. I don't think that gets them twelve wins again. I especially when I think Arizona got better. Arizona is this year undoubtedly better. Yeah, I think the only I, the. I think Arizona and LA are going to flip flop this year. I think Arizona is going to be better. 
LA is going to be a little bit worse. Uh, I think San Francisco still wins the division. They'll probably be 16 and up. Yeah, I'm, they, yeah. They might 19, lose the last game of the season because they've already clinched. But. Nineteen and zero. They'll, they'll, they'll go <laughs> run straight through. Oh, absolutely. Hopefully, we get a uh, rematch with the Chiefs. Definitely possible. All right. So, uh, best best uh, free agency period in the NFC West. Uh, my my vote goes to the Cardinals. I mean, it's. I, I think they yeah. had the best free agency of 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 any team out there because because they, they got the biggest chip out there. Oh, absolutely. Hands down, Arizona. Um, Arizona gets away from David Johnson, who they gave huge money to and never, uh, never, never really lived up to the money. Had the, you know, they basically paid him for it when he, when he was great. He was getting paid peanuts. Yeah, and yeah. they paid him. The contract paid, was to reward him for what he did because he never, never was uh, that level of play again on the field. Exactly, exactly. Um, but just getting DeAndre Hopkins. I mean, you can make a case for DeAndre Hopkins being the best receiver in the league. I don't know if Absolutely. he is, but you can definitely make a case for it. So anytime you 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 make a an addition yeah, like no, that. nobody's going to look at you like you're crazy. No. And to, and doing it, getting out of uh, a bad, really bad contract when you already replaced David Johnson with Kenyon Drake. Mm-hmm. So the, the Arizona Cardinals are doing really, really good things. Yeah. Big, big winners in the West for sure. All right. Los Angeles Rams get, get my vote for the worst free agency in the NFC West. What say you? Uh, I think the Los Angeles Rams had one of the worst free agencies in the NFC, at least. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's the, the, the guy that was there, they planted their flag on and, and paid big money to just a couple seasons ago is gone. So that was – I mean, I give them credit for moving on from, from what they deemed as, as a mistake and, and having some conviction and saying we screwed up, but we're not, we're not going to make it worse by riding it out. But, you know – it, it's still a mistake, and, and, and the team that they're going to put on the field this year isn't going to be as good as it was last year. They're down Cooks. They're down Gurley. Uh, Roby Coleman, Fowler, they've, they've got some ground to make up. I, I agree with you. that it, it's, it would not surprise me if they're last in this division. No, I, I definitely would predict them to be, to be last in the division. I think it's going to be San Francisco and Arizona battling it out to be – perfectly honest with you. I think Arizona is going to leapfrog Seattle and uh, LA, especially if Arizona can, can get that defense to be just a little bit better than average. They don't yeah, have to yeah, be great. You expect Kyler Murray to take some steps forward. So they're going to be a little bit better and he's going to have that, that uh, Rolls Royce at, at wide receiver at DeAndre Hopkins. So it should, yeah. should be an interesting year in the NFC West. All right. So that's going to wrap it up. We covered the NFC east and west today join us next time where we start uh, the afc with the north mike thanks for joining all right eric have a good and night everyone everybody. else out there stay classy universe all right